Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning, my Calvary. I'll be reading this morning from the Old Testament. Psalm 1, Psalm 1, starting at number 1 to 6. Blessed is the man that walk not in the counts of the ungodness, nor stand in the ways of the sinners, nor sin in the seats of the scorticer. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law of the Lord he meditate day and night. He should be like a tree planted by the river of water that bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also should not wither, and whatsoever he does should prosper. The ungodly is not so, but like the shaft of the wind that cries away. Therefore the ungodly should not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteousness. The Lord knows the ways of the righteousness, but the ways of the ungodness should perish. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, mercy, holy God, we come one more morning. Come thanking you for blessing us to be able to wake up one more morning. Thank you for blessing us to be able to carry on the message. Dear Holy God, bless those one father that's sick and not able to to get well, but we know that you're able to bless them. Bless this service. Bless the pastor that's going to preach the word this morning. Thank you for all the years you had blessed us, you had kept us, you had shown us the way, Heavenly Father, and we thank you for it. Thank you for Jesus Christ that had died and rose for our sin. We thank you, and we thank you, and we thank you, Father. We thank you. Dear Holy God, we come and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let everything that's breathing give God some kind of praise. Good morning, Mount Calvary Nation and friends. What a privilege it is just to be back together in worship today. We wish that we could all be here in the sanctuary today, worshiping together in the same building under the same roof. But until these numbers calm down, we're grateful for the technology that allows us to worship together virtually and for the people behind the technology who make that possible each week for us to come together. We're going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. We are thankful unto him and we bless his name. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. 
Let's join in and sing together. Lord, I will lift my eyes to the hills. Come on, let's sing it together.
song one more time. Confess him today. You are the song. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, you are. You are. You are. You are. The strength of my life. privilege to be able to lean on him, to rest on him as our strength. Let me tell you a few things that we need to know and we'll get ready for the lesson. Would you pray for uh, Sister Marguerite Lawson? She is in Maryland. She is in the hospital. Uh, she went in through emergency and was taken to ICU, uh, but she's now in an intermediate area praise God uh, and sounding like herself Miss Faison says but let's keep her in prayer we know what God can do <laughs> we know what God can do pray also for uh, Sister Angela Wilcoxon McCambry one of our members her husband passed last week 
Uh, would you keep him in your prayers? Keep her, pardon me, in your prayers and their family. Also pray for Brother Cameron, uh, our organist. His brother passed this week. Pray for their family, would you? For God's supernatural comfort through the Holy Ghost, for his strength and for his peace. He's who we look to indeed. I do have some good news I want to share with you uh, this morning uh, before we get into the study. If you see Caitlin Woodruff, uh, one of our young people, she is a student at the University of Dayton, and uh, her proud papa sent me some grades, um, organic chemistry, she got a B minus, or organic chemistry lab, B minus, intro to personal comp, uh, whatever that stands for, she got an A in it. Calculus 1B, Philosophy B, Physics 1A, uh, Physics 1 Lab B, Social Justice and Self. She got a satisfactory. She has been taking 18 credit hours, all while participating in uh, Dayton Civic Scholars and in Healing Hearts and Phi Epsilon Kappa and the Human Advocacy Group there on campus. Um, job well done, Miss Caitlin Woodruff. Go Flyers. And congratulations, Brother Woodruff and Sister Woodruff. If you see Carly Body, uh, Bodie, pardon me, or if you're friends with her grandmother, who's very proud, Miss Eva Marie, on Facebook, uh, or if you talk to uh, to Miss Andrews, certainly congratulate them all. Carly is in gym; she's in gymnastics, and she won first place for her floor routine. Good job, Carly! Congrats, and congrats to the family. If you see Riley Manuel. Uh, or if you're friends with her mom, Kelly Watts, on Facebook, make sure you congratulate her. She plays for the lower school, the elementary team, uh, basketball team uh, for the Miami Valley School. They have had an absolutely stellar season, and uh, they won yesterday, which means they are headed into tournament action today, this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Certainly, we pray for them, and congratulations, Riley and the team. I think we're ready to get into our study of the word. Uh, Psalm 19 is where we're going. I'll let you find that. Uh, let's sing a little bit. You are my strength. Psalm 19 is where we're going. Are you glad that he's your strength today? Come on, let's confess it together. You are my strength, strength like no other, strength like no other, reaches to me. Strength like no other, strength like no other, in the fullness. 
abundance of your grace in the power of your name you lift me up you lift me up in the fullness of your grace in the power of your name you lift me up yes you do you lift me up you are my hope hope like no other hope like no No other peace like no other reaches to me. Come on, sing it out in the fullness of your grace, in the power of your name. You lift me up. You lift me up. Say it again, say it. In the fullness of your grace, in the power of your name, you lift me up. Oh, yeah, you lift me up. In the fullness. Come on. In the power of your name, you lift me up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You lift me up. One more time, sing in the fullness. In the fullness of your grace. In the power of your Yes, Lord, you are my strength, strength like no other, strength like no other, reaches to me, oh, reaches to me, hallelujah, your strength. Reaches to me, oh, your power reaches to me, your joy, yes, it reaches to me, your peace, it reaches to me, it reaches to me from the highest mountain. 
His strength that knows how to find us wherever we are. Let the church say amen. Psalm 19, that's where we're going. Psalm 19, we're going to read the entire psalm from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures. Here is how it reads for the director of music. A Psalm of David, verse 1. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May the words of my mouth and and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. King James Version says in that last verse, May the words, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I want to preach from this subject today. Call his name. Call his name. Saints, if ever there was a time 
that we needed to call on the name of the Lord, that time is now. Because I intend to preach this whole chapter today, I don't have time to remind you about what kind of times we live in. First of all, because you already know it. All you have to do is turn on the news or check out your timeline or look down at your phone or check your inbox and you will know what times we live in. And we must understand that with the times around us, we need his help. And the good news is there is power in calling on the name of the Lord. Call unto me, he says. Call unto me in the day of trouble and I will show you mighty things that you didn't know. We need to call his name for the things going on around us. But the psalmist here wants to teach us a lesson about calling on the Lord for another purpose. Notice here as we zero in on the end of the psalm that David is not calling on the Lord to deal with what's going on around him. But he's calling on the Lord for help with what's going on in him. Saints, would that we would understand this lesson because I'm coming to understand that the trouble is not always on the outside. It is not always what's happening to us that's the problem. Sometimes it's what's going on in us. I'm learning, I'm coming to understand that it is not always everybody else. Sometimes it's me. It's not always the environment that I need the Lord's help with. It is not always my circumstance. It is not always my situation. Not always my external challenges. I want to offer that we need to call his name in order to help us with the war that rages on the inside. Let's dive into this psalm to discover what this text teaches as we call his name. This psalm begins with a couple of striking realizations. Some remarkable revelations. That's our first stopping point. Number one, the revelation. The revelation. First, we see God's worth revealed in that the very creation of God speaks of his glory. The heavens declare the glory of God. David starts, the sky speaks. The very heavens proclaim his honor and the firmament, the expanse of sky shows his handiwork. I don't understand how anybody could look at the sky and still say, that there is no God. When the sun, the very sun proves his existence, the moon radiates his glory, the stars dance before him. I love the way Stuart Kine wrote it. Oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all 
the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars and I hear the rolling thunder. Thy power throughout the universe displayed. He just had to break out and say, Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. Every day they speak. David continues in verse 2. Every night they reveal the knowledge of how great our God is. And here is the concept. If those things that God created that don't even have a mouth speak of his greatness and his glory, then we who God has created with a mouth should be using that mouth to bring him even more glory than the heavens and the sky and the moon and the stars. Here is the application, saints. If the sun, which does not have speaking capacity, tells of his glory, then Sam, who has a mouth that works, ought to be telling of his glory. If the sky, which has no mouth to open, speaks of his handiwork, then we who have mouths that work should fill them with the testimony of what he has done in our lives. I remember as a child, Brother Curtis Dunson used to sing it with the Mount Calvary male chorus. If a robin can say thank you, you can do it too. Still by way of introducing this psalm, still in the first couple of verses, not only do we see God's worth revealed in the opening of this psalm, but we see God's word revealed here. It starts in verse 7. Here's how the Message Bible puts it. Listen to this. The revelation of God is whole and pulls our lives together. The signposts of God are clear and point out the right road. The life maps of God are right, showing the way to joy. The directions of God are plain and easy on the eyes. God's reputation is 24 karat gold with a lifetime guarantee. The decisions of God are accurate down to the nth degree. God's word is better than a diamond, better than a diamond set between emeralds. You'll like it better than strawberries in spring. Better than red, ripe strawberries. The psalmist says that his word warns us and that keeping his statutes comes with great reward. God's worth is revealed. God's word is revealed. But it is toward the end of the psalm where the psalmist having been confronted by what the heavens are saying and then coming to terms with the truth of God's word and the mirror that it is for our own lives and apparently burdened with the knowledge of his own propensity towards sin, David now prays to God. The first 12 verses talk about God. That's the revelation. They speak of God. They speak of his worth, his glory. They speak of his word. They are directed to the reader in order to reveal God to them. But by the time you get to the B clause of verse 12, David's language 
changes. He goes from talking about God to talking to God. He goes from revelation concerning God to making a request from God. That's our second stopping point. We saw the revelation, but number two, we see the request. And here it is. He says, forgive my hidden faults. King James Version says, cleanse thou me from secret faults. In other words, I don't just need cleansing from that which is visible. I don't just want to be clean on the outside. I don't just want to be clean on Sundays. I don't just want to be clean in front of the saints or when people can see me. Forgive me and clean me up from the stuff that other people can't see. And even from the stuff that sometimes I can't see myself. You know what the Bible says? People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. That's why David said in Psalm 51, when he was asking for forgiveness, he said, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. He continues his request in verse 13. God have mercy. He says, keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. David does something here that will teach us a great lesson if we'll learn it. Because rather than trying to make himself comfortable in his sin, rather than trying to justify unrighteousness, rather than trying to find ways to make it all right, he asked the Lord to help him to assist him, he says, keep your servant. That word keep in the original text is chasach. And it literally means to withhold, restrain, hold back, keep in check. In other words, David says, hold me back from willful sins. Restrain me, Lord. God help us when I see something when I hear something when I taste something when I smell something when I feel something that I feel like I can't or don't want to resist y'all gonna be for real he said Lord hold me back restrain me keep me from it Lord step in between me and that sin that I'm about to run to commit we sing it Jesus be a fence all around me every day but I've got news for you that fence is not just meant to keep stuff out sometimes he need to be a fence to hold me in to keep me from willful sin David said because I don't want them to rule over me brothers and sisters that's why we can't play with sin because although we may start out thinking and feeling like we're in charge of the sin 
before too long that sin will be trying to rule over us that's the way the enemy works but I got to tell you for those who are saved sanctified and Holy Ghost filled sin has no place ruling over us that's why Paul said in Romans 6 he says count yourselves dead to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness for sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law but under grace mm. did you hear that grace is not given so that we can continue in sin grace is given so that sin will not reign over us don't, don't, don't switch to somebody else I know you thought I was going to preach God's going to bless you he is he is going to bless you as you walk before him upright thank God for his help as we call on his name to deal with the sin the secret stuff David says and then he continues with the request let's move he says let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable let what I say the words I use, the phrases I put together, and the meditation of my heart. Let the things I think about, the stuff I dwell on, be acceptable. That word acceptable, it's rock sound uh, in the original text and it literally means pleasure, delight, favor, or goodwill. Do you understand what David is praying here? He is not just saying that I want the Lord to be okay with what I say and think, right? He's not just saying I want God don't mind what I'm saying and what I'm thinking. No, not just okay, but I want what I say and what I meditate on, what I think about to bring him pleasure. I don't want... I don't want him to just be okay with what I say and think. I want the Lord to delight in what I say and think. I want to delight the Lord with what comes out of my mouth. I want what I'm saying and what I'm thinking about God to make him happy, to bring him pleasure. And here's the thing. He says it's about the Lord. It really isn't about pleasing anybody else. David wants his words and heart to be acceptable in the sight of one audience, the Lord. He says, in thy sight. Did you catch that? How many of us are as concerned about how we look to God as we are about how we look to everybody else? God have mercy. Let me give you an example. How many of us change our language, change our way of behavior just when pastor's around? Some of the words we say when I'm not there, we would never use in front of pastor. 
You would be amazed at the conversations that I walk up on that change when somebody notices that I'm there. Why? <laughs> because we're used to performing for the wrong audience. Even when pastor's not around, even when the saints are not around, even when everybody's at their own homes, here's the truth, God is still there. Even when nobody else can see, here's the truth, God can still see. And David says, I want my words and my heart to be acceptable in your sight. Because you're the only audience that matters. But there is only one God, y'all. There is only one Lord who is the righteous judge. And I want to be right in his sight. We've seen the revelations. We've dissected the requests. But then, and I'll let you go, David is keenly aware that if he is going to properly respond, he's going to need a resource. That's our third point, the resource He's going to need somebody outside of himself to help him. The resource. Now, before you get too critical, I looked it up because I, know, I knew somebody was going to be thinking, God is not my resource, he's my source. That's fine. But I looked it up, and the word resource literally means a source of supply, a source of support or aid, especially one that can be readily drawn upon when needed. And I got news for you, that's the Lord. Notice to whom he addresses his requests. He says, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, in English it's just translated O Lord, but in the original text it is simply why H-W-H that is Jehovah David calls his name let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight Jehovah how many of you know that if there is going to be change in our lives if there's going to be change from the inside out if we want to be acceptable to him we're going to have to learn how to call his name. I've come to tell you there is not enough willpower to get it done. You cannot will your secret sins away. We cannot will ourselves to do better. We cannot will ourselves to let the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to him. We need some outside help and if we will look at this lesson, this lesson says start by calling his name you do recognize that something happens when you call his name. Psalm 50 verse 15 says, call unto me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you. Jeremiah 33 3 says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Psalm 91 15 says he will call and I will answer and deliver him in Isaiah 59 it says surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save nor his ear too dull to hear I know 
I know we'll call on the name of the Lord for a house. I know we'll call his name for a car. We'll call his name when the bills are due. We'll call his name for a husband or for a wife. We'll call his name for stuff. We'll call his name about stuff on the outside that's bothering us. We'll call his name about external situations. We'll call his name with how to deal with outward conflicts. But this day, I dare you to call his name to handle the battles in your mind. I dare you to call his name to fix the internal struggles. I dare you to call his name for deliverance this day. I dare you to call his name for deliverance from a foul mouth and a messed up heart. Call his name to, to take malice out of your heart. Call his name to take unforgiveness out of, his, out of your heart. I know this ain't what you tuned in for. I know this isn't what you clicked on for. But the message is call his name to take cussing out of your mouth. Call his name to take lust out of your heart. Call his name to remove greed from your heart. Call his name to take away the bitterness. Call his name to remove the hatred that nobody knows about but you and God. That's why the psalmist said, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth you need somebody closer to home alright well let me remind you Deacon Joe Tucker used to say it like this Jesus is on the main line call him up and tell him tell him what you want call him cause nobody can clean you up like he can the old folks used to say he'll pick you up and he'll turn you around and he'll place your feet on solid ground call his name you've tried the doctor but I've got news for you he's a doctor in a sick room who's never lost a patient you've tried the attorney but I've got news for you he's a lawyer in a courtroom that never lost a case you've tried your friends but I've got news for you he's a friend that sticks closer than any brother call him ask him make me better Lord make me over Lord cleanse me through and through cleanse me from the hidden stuff 
take care of the secret stuff. I want to be right. I want to be saved. And I want to be whole. Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, oh, whither shall I go? Father, you are my strength. Father, you are my Lord. Father, you are my Redeemer. You bought me with a price beyond words. You are my Redeemer. You bought me with your own precious son. You are my Redeemer. You bought me with your own precious blood. You gave Jesus and Jesus paid it all. So all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow. Now, Lord, I need your help. I need your protection. I need your deliverance. I need your forgiveness. I need your cleansing. Now, Lord, forgive me of all my hidden faults. Now, Lord, keep your servant from willful sins. Sit on me. Hold me back. Restrain me. Don't let me get to it. Now, Lord, don't let sin rule over me. Now, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. That's why Herb Taylor used to sing it like this. Shine on me. Shine on me. Shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse shine on me. Shine, shine. Shine, shine. Shine on me. when you find anything that shouldn't be Lord take it out take it out and strengthen me I want to be right I want to be saved I want to be whole let the words of my mouth y'all put me in E flat would you and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. If wherever you are, would you just lift your hands to him and tell him, let the words of my mouth. Come on, tell him. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable, be pleasing, bring you delight, bring you joy in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength. Come on, tell him, keep me from hidden stuff. Keep me from willful sin. God help me. 
Search me. Come on, tell him. Search me, Lord. Search me, Lord. You know. You know my heart. Other people just see my action, but you know my heart. You know what's on the inside. You know whether I'm right. You know whether I'm wrong. Search me. Search me, Lord. Oh, search me, Lord. Turn your light from heaven on my soul. Come on, tell him when you find anything that should be, take it out and strengthen me. I want to be right, I want to be saved. I want to be whole. Oh, search me, Lord. Come on, tell him. Search me, Lord. Won't you turn your light from heaven on my soul? And when you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out and strengthen me. I want to be right. I want to be saved. I want to be whole. You know where I'm right. And you know where I'm wrong. You know where I go. And you know where I belong. You know what I do. And you know my secrets too. So search me. Cleanse me, fill me through and through. Oh, search me, Lord. Search me, Lord. Won't you turn your light from heaven on my soul? And when you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out and strengthen me. I want to be safe, I want to be right, and I want to be safe. One more time. You know when I'm right, and Lord, you know when I'm wrong. You know where I go, and you know where I belong. You know what I do, and you know my secrets too. So search me, cleanse me, fill me through and through. Oh, search me, Lord. Search me, Lord. Turn your light from heaven on my soul. And when you find anything that should be, Lord, take it out and strengthen me. I want to be saved. I want to be whole. Hallelujah. We all, we all need the Lord's help. We need him. We need to call on his name. Not just for the stuff that's going on around us. Because I've got news for you. Listen, 
it's not always on the outside. Sometimes the problem is on the inside. And what we need to do is ask the Lord, search us, help us, right? Yeah, let the words of my every day, right? Not once for the next 15 years. No, every day. Present your body a living sacrifice daily, right? Present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto him, pleasing unto him. It's just our reasonable service considering what he's done for us, right? Yeah, every day. Saved, and un saved folk. I'm talking to saved people. Ask the Lord to search you. <laughs> and make you whole. Let the church say amen. Now, let me talk to people who are not sure you're saved. For, let me talk to you for a minute. Here is the good news. God loved the world so much. That's everybody without exception. That he gave his only begotten son. That's Jesus Christ. That whosoever, listen, that's anybody without exception whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world but so that the world through him might be saved if you are not sure of your salvation listen everybody is going to spend eternity somewhere but you can know that you're going to spend your eternity with Jesus Christ. And you can know that today. How can I know that? Here's what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The Bible says you shall be saved. So if that's you, if you're watching right now and you want to be saved, would you inbox us or put a message in the chat? Do something to let us know that you want to give your life to Christ today. Listen, we can't promise you an easy walk. We cannot promise you that you're going to skate through here on flowery beds of ease. But what we can promise you is that you will never walk alone. You want to be saved, let us know. Somebody will contact you very shortly. And we'll walk you through. We'll get your confession. We'll tell you some things about this new life. Doesn't matter how far you've been, where you've been, how long you've been out there. If you're breathing, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ. And you can't get it right without him. Right? Now, second call is this. Maybe you're saved already. You already know where you're going to spend eternity. But you know the Lord wants you to be a part of this part of his church, this part of his family, the Mount Calvary Church. If that's you, we need you. We can't be all we're supposed to be until you're here. You need us and we need you. Let us know that you want to join the Mount Calvary family, all right? Put it in the chat. Send us a direct message. Call the church, 268-6737. Do something to let us know. Somebody will contact you shortly. We'll explain some things to you, get some information from you, and you'll be where God wants you to be. Listen, this week, can we resolve to be reflective, to reflect truthfully on where we are, who we are? Can we, on purpose, not lift up other people 
as a mirror so we can see how much better we are than they are. Not to lift up somebody else's faults as the mirror so that we can feel good about our own. But to lift up the holy word of God as the mirror for our own lives. As the pattern by which our lives are cut. And when we see something that's out of line, let's ask the Holy Spirit, let's ask the Lord to help us. Call his name, call him Jehovah. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Call his name. If you want to give today, the deacons will be in the parking lot for the next hour or so. You can come through and drop your offering off in their glove-covered hands. You don't even have to get out of your car. Or you can cash app or givelify. That information will come up shortly here in the video after we get done. But we want to give the opportunity because we wouldn't come before him empty-handed. If that's it, I pray that we can be together again shortly in person. Listen, y'all mask up. Go get the vaccine in our local hospitals. 84% of the people who are hospitalized with COVID are unvaccinated. I don't care what you watch on YouTube. You cannot argue with the numbers. The vaccine works. And while it is not perfect, it is better than nothing. Mask up. Mouth and nose. <laughs> Grocery store, bank, everywhere. I know I'm taking a little bit of time, but I'm amazed at the number of people that I'm seeing out and about without masks in public. Please, saints. God is going to do what he's going to do. But we got to do what we have to do. So we can get these numbers down and get back together. I don't mind preaching in an empty sanctuary. But I'd much rather have my family here with me. So y'all come on, do right. And let's come back together, alright? Okay. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling. And to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all the saints of God agree together in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.
Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.